Rob Lee, and this is not the truth in his art, but this is a kind of post follow-up conversation about the um, 2022 uh, Baltimore by Baltimore event sponsored by the fine folks at the Waterfront Partnership. And I'm Rob Lee, and I'm interviewing some of the folks that have been involved with it, from producers to performers to just some of the best and brightest in and around Baltimore. And today, I'm privileged to bring on my man, Larry What Up, what it is. <laughs> it's like you're gonna pop up twice in like a week. <laughs> so um, I, I, I want to start off with I got five questions, and you see I have my Oprah level note cards, I right? See, I see. So the first question I got for you um, is we want to talk about impact and things of that nature. So could you introduce yourself and how you became involved with Baltimore by Baltimore? All right, my name is Larry. What up, Cottle? Um, so basically, I was actually I came down to support Blackstar for the first show. Yeah. Um, about five minutes before it was time to go on set, Blackstar asked me, he said, uh, you, you mind going on stage with me? I'm like, all right, cool. Went on stage, and of course the energy that I possessed, and of course you just can't hold it when you start playing Baltimore Club and everything. And I did the show with him. Yeah. Leanne, Leanna, Mel, and all of them. They're like, wow, who's this? You know, this, it set the standard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, um, it's like, we want to have you back. You know, I was able to help my girlfriend. She has a candle company. Yeah. I was able to get her on that um, that following, um, I think that was June. So I got her in July. Yeah. And then I was just building a relationship with them. And then they was like, you know what? We want you for the November show. Yeah. And I came in on the November show. So... so- so how, how did you first become aware? Was it through Blackstar? Was it, tell me, tell me about that. How and when did you first become aware? I came aware when I got there. <laughs> I didn't know nothing about it. Like, like what's this happening? <laughs> yeah, like Black was like, yo, I'm, I'm DJing down at Harbor. I'm like, all right, cool. Me and my brother Beans was like, all right, we gonna come down and show some support. Yeah. I literally was standing in the back of the stage he had five minutes before he was going on. And he was like, yo, can you go on for me? Yeah. Gave me the mic. And I... I mean, that's kind of what my experience was, hopping on stage, if I'm being honest. Mm-hmm. It was just like, you and Fred was like, yeah, Yo, you up. I was like... Oh, yeah. I was like, I got nothing. I, I, I got nothing. Right, and you, but you had something. I, I thugged it. I thugged it out. Right. I mean, I'm a professional. What can right. I say? Exactly. So, by, uh, Baltimore by Baltimore is a free celebration of music, makers, and, and munchies. We got, we got the grub there. Right. Uh, which vendors, artists, and food left a memory for you? Um... Cause I mean, you remember it from me. I mean, you were you were everywhere. Yeah. So shout out to you. Definitely um, keeping course, the energy popping. Yeah. Of course, perfectly lit candle co with the with uh, cupcake. Obviously. The cupcake candles. You know what I mean? Um, but it was just cool to see. Um, like, there was a one guy out there. He had a coloring book that he uh, he did about certain uh, locals in Baltimore. That was yeah. really cool. Uh, Black brother. And then, um, you know, one of the most fun day for me was there was a young lady. Her mom uh, runs some programs in the county. Yeah. And I could see this young girl standing to the side as if she wanted to dance. Yeah. Right? And I went over to her and said, why, why are you not dancing? And she was really, really shy. Yeah. And I went straight to her. I said, listen. Don't ever not do what you love to do. I don't care if it's a thousand people, yeah. one person. Do it. Yeah. As if I was like her father or something. <laughs> I turned around, 
five minutes later, this little girl dancing. She would not stop dancing for the entire time. I love it. They got it posted on all the, <laughs> the pages, Baltimore by Baltimore, everything. But it was, it was, a, it was cool to kind of like bring that out. Yeah. You know what I mean? Out of her, because that's basically what I do. I, I find talent. I can see talent yeah. easily, and I saw that in her. And her mom was like, "Wow." Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, wow. So how, how well does Baltimore by Baltimore represent the arts and culture of Baltimore? Because that's, that's the thing, like, in yeah. that title, that, right. that title is intentional. Right. I think for what I've seen um, this past season, and this was the first one, yeah. um, I think they accomplished a great, you know, a good goal. It was inclusive of the community, yeah. um, vendors, food, makers, uh, DJs, Artists. I mean, it was inclusive. You know what I'm saying? Like, I was telling, I wrote down on one of the papers that um, eventually I would like to see it. Like, say for instance, um, where we currently have the Baltimore by Baltimore, so yeah. that's during the daytime. Yeah, yeah. And then at nighttime, it transforms over to pair six. That'd be where fire. we bring in a big act, and then a couple of the acts over here get to open up for those big acts. Mm -hmm. Right? You know what I'm saying? But. Make it big. Yeah, I, you know what I, mean? I think it could be a full vibe. Yeah. You know, where we get to that point because there are two six months, so there's that, that sort of two that are in the the early fall or have yeah. you. That last one, you can that make it a homecoming one. thing oh, with exactly. a really big person. That's exactly. the hook. Exactly, that's a big hook. Yeah. So here's the last question I got for you. Okay. Overall, what is one thing that really stood out for you for from Baltimore by Baltimore? Um, the one thing that stood out, I'm going to be honest, one of the one things that stood out is the people behind the scenes running it. Mm -hmm. Like the Mel's, the Terrell's, yeah. the Leanna's. You know what I'm saying? Like, they're like, they me. You know what I'm saying? They down to earth. Like, after I did that one, had that one encounter with them, I started saying them all over. And then I worked with Leanna's husband, you know, on some movie stuff. I think just, um... Having them as the front people, just knowing their spirits and understanding who they are, I think that's going to keep this thing going. It's going to keep it pushing. That's good. Yeah. Well, that's pretty much all the questions that I got for you. Thank you for coming over and sharing your experience. My Appreciate God. you. Already, Rob. And we're back. I am Rob Lee once again, and I have uh, a brand new guest for this uh, this sort of uh, post uh, Baltimore by Baltimore chat. Um, so I want to start off with the introductory question. Could you introduce yourself and how you were involved with Baltimore by Baltimore? Not a problem. Joanna Skinner, hey, I greet you in my tribal language, which is Skarure. Uh, I'm an enrolled member of the Lumbee tribe of North Carolina, and I'm also Tuscarora. My name is Keith Colston. My tribal name is Asolte. And being involved with Baltimore by Baltimore came through uh, Leanna and the opportunity to uh, showcase our culture to Baltimore, Baltimore City, and, and, and anybody and everybody that was coming through that day. That's, that is amazing. Thank you. <laughs> so the second question I have, because um, not like... I'll say for me, when I got um, invited, it was at one of my movie nights, and um, Terrell was like, yeah, Yo, you want to come to Baltimore about Baltimore? And, the, and I was aware of it, like, beforehand, but that was the first time that I was like, oh, I'm aware of it in this sort of context. Mm -hmm. So when did you first become aware of Baltimore by Baltimore? So I became uh, aware of it through Leanna. I know uh, she, I had met her previously, and she was saying how they were going to create a series of events that showcased, you know, Baltimoreans, the artistic side, the cultural side. And I was like, I was like, tell me more, 
and please let me know if I can be a part of that. So she did have an opening um, because it was a series, and she was like, well, you know, what month do you think you could, you know, maybe, you know, if this works out, come and be a part of it. I said, well, all this would be a great time. She goes, we know it's kind of hot. I was like, well, being native and going and having powwows, whether it's inside or outside, we're, we're used to it. So that, that wasn't going to, you know, steer me away whatsoever. And I said, well, if I could go for August. August 6th actually was my birthday, and that was going to make it even more special. So if yeah. I could be working on my birthday, servicing people in Baltimore and doing it on behalf of my own people. And then the, the second part about that was, if, why can't, instead of just showcasing my own people, why can't we showcase all or as many ethnicities as possible and have a commonality that we're showcasing? So for me, it was like music. What brings people together? Music and food. <laughs> what do we all have in common when it comes to music? Drums. So for me, it was like, okay, who can we reach out to who's willing to come and be a part of this and that we can you know, provide something back to them and, and make this happen? And where people won't see, oh, those are the natives. And, and then the next series, oh, this is so-and-so. Yeah. Why couldn't it be like, oh, wow, man. It's, it's, it's like all these different ethnicities together. And when I say different, uh, I, I, use, I like to use the word unique. Yeah. You know, all of these unique ethnicities doing something that they have so much in common with that people probably didn't even think about before. That, that, that was the goal. So, yeah. That, that sounds amazing. I think it, it leads to that sort of exchange and that kind of cross-cultural. It's like, you're over here, you know, I'm over here, and now we're, we're meeting in the middle. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That's it. So Baltimore, Baltimore by Baltimore is a free celebration and touching on the music, touching on the food, touching on the makers. Um, which vendors, artists, and, and food left a memory for you? Uh, you know, we had those who were uh, like Christine, a, a woman by the name of Christine Duckworth, who is Lumbee, uh, grew up right here in Baltimore City. Um, her uh, artistic work I really appreciated because I've seen where it started and then where it elevated to. And then I think about um, Sherry Ayers, who is a, a, a she does a, a lot of desserts uh, yeah. and, and, and delicatessens in that in that fashion. And to have native people doing that versus that maybe stereotypical idea of other individuals doing that. And so you know she was able to provide that, and she does that as well in other places. But to bring the the, the materialistic aspect and then the food aspect to a situation that is not normally thought of and connected to Indian people, that's what stood out to me. Uh, those two, uh, and then I wanted to bring the light just talking with you, I mean, yeah. right off the bat. Uh, we had those vendors that were there that were young entrepreneurs, yeah. and that is key amongst any group of people. You know, to have our young people want to be successful, want to have their own businesses, and you know, having a starting point, and then having a venue for not just their own people to see it, but for everybody to see it. So I would have to say right off the bat, just standing here with you, those three things, or those three entities. I am terrible with names, even though I gave those two names out, but I wish I could remember everybody else's name. But yeah, they, they, they stood out to me. And I think it's a good time where we're able to do it that it's sometime removed mm -hmm. while, it, while you know, you're able to digest it and kind of consume the full thing. Mm -hmm. and But it's close enough that you don't remember, don't forget everything. Yeah, you know? right? <laughs> so it, 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 how well does Baltimore by Baltimore represent the arts and culture of Baltimore and seeing in terms of like representation, in terms of the type of programming and such? Because I think that name, I have a background in marketing, mm -hmm. right? I think that name, Baltimore by Baltimore, is very intentional 
I agree. Uh, and and I, hopefully it was intentional. I hope everybody puts thought into everything that they do when you're talking about doing a series like they, like what they put together. Um, you know, when we first heard about it, it was it, the the spe- uh, specificity was it was about Baltimoreans. It was about, about people living right here in Baltimore City. It was about, uh, and then, you know, branching out a bit to the Baltimore metropolitan area. Yeah. Um, I, I, I enjoy the word Baltimore by Baltimore. I, I really appreciate that term. And for me, words, you know, words are powerful. Uh, if you, in, in, when st- people start using words in, in the wrong context or for their own personal agenda, it catches me. Uh, it makes me raise an eyebrow. Uh, so I'm mindful. Uh, I like to, you know, take a step back and really ponder why is it that you're saying what you're saying and why are you using the words that you're using? Uh, so I like the term Baltimore by Baltimore. I think it speaks volume. From the, if, does I, do I feel like it represents the, the artistic side and the, and, and the artistic uh, aspects of people that, that I saw on, yeah. uh, from July because I, I attended that one. Yeah. And mine, of course, is July 6th. And then being with Terrell, which, cool dude. I mean, this guy, I mean, this guy is so down to earth, but I mean, he's got it together, and I, and I really appreciate that about a fellow person or a fellow producer. And uh, I just can't wait to see what perhaps the future holds, whether it's 2023 or if it takes longer or if, it's, or if, it, it, or if we can get this kicking again. What we can learn from this series that's yep. going to make the next series even better. Yeah, and I think having you know people who are hungry, people who kind of fall into those you're not usually invited to the sort of shindig to the table. There are new ideas that come out of it. And, you know, someone like me, and as I was, you know, describing to you earlier, mm-hmm. how many people I've interviewed. Mm-hmm. So that's people that potentially- 500, right? Yeah. Yeah, that's, 500 that's, episodes. Yeah, 500 right. episodes. So that's potentially people at the disposal that I can reach out to like, hey, would you guys be interested in doing this? Mm-hmm. And it can grow. But I think in some instances where people cut that off, mm-hmm. you're missing out. Mm-hmm. You're missing out on so many rich mm-hmm. um, conversations and opportunities. Opportunities. Yes, sir. So here's the last question I got for you. All right. Overall, what is that one thing that really stood out for you in Baltimore by Baltimore? Right off the bat, the diversity of people that were enjoying what they were a part of. Yeah. I mean, from, again, July to the August, and, I'm, and I hate that I missed out on the other ones, but to the, one, the, the final one that Terrell did, to sit be first of all be part of it on the stage and then to be in the crowd and checking out what everybody else was doing on stage to just sit there and and, and see people I mean thoroughly enjoying what they were doing and what they were part of I sat with uh, with someone who was with the fire department um, he was you know he was working the event uh, and I I'm a guy I like cigars you yeah. know you know and and I have a I feel like I have a connection to tobacco because we, tobacco is a sacred item to us. It's a sacred item to people who are a part of that culture. And it was so cool just to be able to sit there with a man that I had never met before, give him a cigar, first of all, because I feel like he's earned it for what he does in his (laughs) job, you know? And, uh, you know, African-American male, Native American male, sitting and watching young people up on the stage and, and artistic people doing their thing and everybody enjoying it. Yeah. You know, all ethnicities enjoying it. And I'm just one of those guys where, yeah, I'm a person of color, but I tell people all the time, we're all people of culture. You know, if we could just, man, if we could just see the, see what we got more in common than what people want to see that makes us different. And I tell people all the time, I told people today, diversity is beautiful, as long as it doesn't divide us. As long as it doesn't divide us. Uh, So yeah, man, it was that, right off the bat, everybody was enjoying it. 
Yeah. That's well, that's well said. And uh, that's all the questions I have for you. So thank you for uh, joining this sort of like micro interview. Thank you. Thank you for the opportunity, bro. So we're we're back, um, Robley once again, and um, I have a few guests, and I want to just start off with the the introductory sort of question: Could you introduce yourself and how you became involved with Baltimore by Baltimore? We are Media Rhythm Institute, right? You got Jimmy Thomas, Deverick Murray, and Tiffany Welch here, and uh, we're introduced to Baltimore by Baltimore because we are just fans of Baltimore. So we've been kind of we've had a pulse to the street of what's going on arts and culture-wise in Baltimore, and we were really lucky to be a part of the skate park opening, the ice rink last year, and bringing our artists and our collective down to kind of immerse harbor culture in Baltimore music and media. And so it, I think it was a natural fit for them to ask us to take part in the Baltimore by Baltimore um, event series, and then we were kind of like, hey, can we take the Labor Day one, knowing it was, it's, it's a big event, and we wanted to kind of explode that, you know, and bring in not only local artists, but local national artists as well to really make it, you know, exciting. It's funny that of the two the two series of guests that I've had on, they've both been either podcasts that have happened with Dev or podcasts that's coming up with Larry. You say, yo, when is my interview happening? Uh, so it's coming out soon. Um, and thank you. Thank you for sharing that. And I got a couple more questions I want to ask. Uh, hey, our interview was lit, by the way. <laughs> my like, family, everybody who listens But it to makes it. sense, right? It like, was. truth and art, and then it's arts and culture. Like, why wouldn't we? This you is know? true. So... Where, when, like, how did you first hear about Baltimore by Baltimore? Was it through, like, the social media channels? Was it through, like, a connection someone reached out? Like, Terrell just love. He reached out to me. He was like, yo, bro, I know I'm at your movie night. You trying to come to Baltimore by Baltimore? I was like, sure. So how did you first become aware of it? So, uh, as Tiff mentioned, we brought our young people out to dance at uh, the skate park opening. And then we had a DJing series, a DJ and skate night down at the skating rink and so um, and I work with Leanna doing that work she was like hey well listen I love all the work that we've done together previously uh, we want you to come on and see what we could do for this Baltimore by Baltimore event told us what it was about asked us if we'd be interested in being producers we couldn't deny that that's what we do absolutely love to hear that so Baltimore by Baltimore is a free celebration. Music makers, they say munchies. I don't, I don't like munchies. Yeah, it's food. It's food. Uh, <laughs> which like vendors, artists, or food really like kind of like left a memory for you? Was there something that you ate like okay that was fire that slapped, or was there a performance that really stuck out? I know I was joking with Larry earlier. I was like, you were the guy. Like you were everywhere, my guy. You popped over and talked to me. You were over there, left or right, just a bowl of energy. But what stuck out for you? Oh, that's a hard question. This is what I'm here, the hard question. Yeah, let me think on it. Go ahead, So, um, I had some slamming juice from Ari Waters. That was off the chain at the Labor Day weekend joint. And then Sharif and Bullhead. Um, what's the Bullhead official's yeah. name? Bullhead Pit Beef. Bullhead yep. Pit Beef. They had the sandwiches. Yep. And I said sandwiches. <laughs> and then we had some good wraps. And we were getting them for our staff yep. during the Labor Day one. And I, I we had to probably buy like four or five trays because everybody couldn't stop eating them. So that was lovely. Um, and then... Um, we really did, you know, had a good time with Baltimore City Public School System bringing out so many resources for the kids. And yeah. So I think between the juices, the food, and then the, just the resources that we had for everybody, that, that that was really what caught me the best. Yeah. 
I, you know how you work an event and you can't really enjoy it? So I had a little pit, was it a, a snack pack to go yeah. of a little bit of Sharif's and Codetta Bake Shop, right? Yeah. We worked closely yeah. with them and I knew they were going to sell out because that's what they do. So between Miss Cook Therapy and Codetta, I had a sweet tooth. You know, I enjoyed it. And it's good because, you know, they're not stationary down the harbor. So it was really good to have that, like, mixture and that variety down there. So I took a little bit of everything home. And I hope to see them again in this area. That's great. Uh, so let's see. Um, I, I think this is the, the arts and culture question, right? How well does Baltimore by Baltimore represent arts and culture for Baltimore? Because, I mean, it's in the title. It's Baltimore by Baltimore. I think that that's intentional. So how well does, like, the events, the six that were happening and the ones that you've, you've gone to, how well does it represent, like, Baltimore in terms of arts and culture? Tens across the board. Tens across the board. I've never really been able to go to a running series where I see people who I get to see sporadically at Artscapes, at Aframs, but I got to see them, you know, first Saturday every month for, what was it, six, seven months, hip-hop, you know, Native American drumming, African drumming, Baltimore club culture, like, that's just not a thing at the at the Inner Harbor, and it is now, and so not only just the music the media, but like the makers too, right? They don't necessarily have storefronts and kiosks down here, but the present was felt. It was so much Baltimore love. Like people are still hitting us from September. Like when is this happening again? When is the next one? It was such a good vibe from, and we know what's going on downtown, right? We're not blind to it. So it's not always the most positive reputation, but for these events, man, it was all love. There was no fights. There was nothing going on. So, I don't know. I, I, that was the purpose of it. It was definitely a Baltimore love thing, but you could feel it. Like, yeah. even when we kind of debriefed with our team, it was like, did you have, like, a good time? And, you know, when you work events, you can't think about that. Like, we had a good time. Like, the vibe is still up. Yeah, it, it definitely felt like it was just like just people just getting together and I, and I dug that and you know which doesn't fall into my whole thing where I was just like yo Rob get on stage you got some things to say I was like no I don't but I, I did it and it felt really cool to kind of be in that vibe and feel like safe and all of that good stuff um, so it's the last question. Mm-hmm. Overall, what was the one thing, like, overall, that really stuck out, stood out? So we just had one one of our planners uh, who <laughs> took part in Media Rhythm Institute's uh, series, the Haas crew. Um, this is G. She was an uh, invaluable part of putting this together. So I'm actually going to let you answer that question. Can you ask it one more time? Yeah, sure. Um, passing the mic. Uh, overall, what's one thing that really stood out for you um, from Baltimore by Baltimore? I would say the community aspect of it. Um, it was just great seeing uh, so many different pieces come together to create this whole and just pretty much everyone aligned into with a common goal of just uniting Baltimore, showing people what Baltimore's made of from the, the tastemakers to small businesses. But yeah, the, the community aspect of it's probably what stood out the most and just to see you know what happens next year and how we continue to grow that and do more for the city and continue to put Baltimore in the forefront. So, Thank you. Well, that's pretty much it. So I want to thank uh, Media Rhythm Institute. Uh, I guess you guys can go get dinner, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> we appreciate you as always. Well, thank thank you. you. Hey, and make sure that everybody go out and check our <laughs> contest together. Yes. Rob Lee is helping us give away package. So for all our new and upcoming podcasters, he's going to give you three 30-minute consultations. Yes. And we're going to give away almost up to $1,000 worth of equipment. 
so that somebody can have this dream that you're living right now. On <laughs> so the so go North. follow <laughs> Truth in Art. Yeah, Truth in this Art. Truth in this Art and MRI programs, and make sure we will be announcing on November 30th who's going to get that amazing package. Well, thank you. Thank you.